Welcome to See Simple Secrets Podcast. Today's episode is titled, What They Didn't Teach You in High School. And I just wanted to come to you with a short podcast today. I'm doing some reformatting and um, trying to change up a little bit. And I hope you all like the changes that I'm making. Um, But this topic is, (laughs) I guess, the highlight for Teacher Appreciation Week. But y'all want to shout out all the teachers out there. Thank you for all that you do. I know that it has not been easy to teach, especially in this time that we're going through right now where so many schools are virtual one minute and face-to-face the next. And there is so much change, but you all have remained the constant. And of course, I'm in the trenches with you, so I know but I just want you to know that you are appreciated. Thank you to those that have retired. Thank you for um, those that have been inspirational to many of us as we were growing up. I also want to thank those that have been mentors to me in my teaching career, those that I uh, worked up under as a student teacher and also my colleagues, my peers that I have worked with over the years. I've actually been an educator for 11 plus years now. So I just appreciate everyone that I've even worked with and come in contact with those that have really been collaborators and peers of mine. I wanna celebrate you as well. In light of COVID and the fact that we've been making so many changes in the way that we educate students, I've really been thinking about education and how it kind of needs to change. I had a conversation with my mom the other day and we just talked about when I was in school in the 90s, (laughs) but as I went through school, there was always so much talk of, of course, going to college, getting your degree, and getting a job. And that's one of the main things that I think needs to change about education. Because what's happening is that we're almost holding students back in that way. And that's because we're only thinking about things a certain way. What I had said to my mom is, Think about the 80s and the 90s, right? And even the 2000s, because I graduated in 2004. And the way that education was done, it was just a lot different. I love the fact that we had so many projects. It seems like we had a lot of uh, collaboration back then. And also just like the way that my teachers really exposed us to literature and vocabulary. And I mean, we learned like the Latin roots of words and all that type of stuff. And I think that was really great about education is that we were taught a lot of things. I think the downside, so to speak, is that we were kind of pushed into one area. And it's like, this is the only way that you can be successful. And I think that's the problem that we're still having today while we have so many students that are not doing well in school and are not engaged in school it's like we're sending them 
conflicting messages, right? Because they see what's happening on TV, of course. They see artists, uh, basketball players, football players, those people that have gone through school just like them, only to take a different career path, right? And then they see the career path that we're kind of pushing to them, like, hey, you can be a doctor, you can be a lawyer, you can be an engineer, which, yes, I believe that children can be all of those things. But I also believe that some of our students can be influencers. I also believe some of our students can have a YouTube channel. I also believe some of our students can be content creators where all they do is make content for somebody else's page, make videos for somebody else's page or um, post that, that they can upload to promote their business. And I think we're forgetting that we also have to prepare students for those type of careers. We have to prepare them with coding. Um, what if we started incorporating cooking into the curriculum again? or uh, wood shop and all of those things that they used to have back in the 70s because they were training people to be stay-at-home mothers or to be carpenters or work in the factory or what or whatnot. But those skills are still necessary today. There are still people that build furniture by hand. There are still people that sew, like in the fashion industry, you need somebody that can sew to make up that prototype for clothing line that you want to release. So all of those things are still important too. And I think we're doing a disservice to our students when we're not exposing them to all of those careers. Like as many career days as I participated in when I was in school and even as a teacher, most of the people that you would have come in are police officers, firefighters, lawyers, doctors, what we would call professionals in that day and time, so to speak. But they're not the only professionals. Some people may disagree with me in saying this, but some students are gonna work in the customer service industry and there's nothing wrong with that. Like I've had students tell me when I grow up, I wanna work in Marshalls. And who am I to tell them that that dream is not big enough if that's what they wanna do? You see, everybody has a specific purpose. Everybody has a lane and they may go into Marshalls and they may be the best customer service associate that you've ever had at Marshalls. They may organize the clothing the best. They may set up the best mannequins and do the best staging of the living rooms or dining rooms or whatever um, merchandise they want to show off. Who am I to tell them that that dream is not for them? Who am I to tell them that that dream is not big enough because it's not a doctor? Who am I to tell them that that dream is not big enough because you didn't have to go to college for that? So I think that we need to kind of reimagine or reinvent the way that we are exposing children to different careers and exposing them to different paths. I think that students deserve to be exposed to multiple areas. And it astonishes me that in 2021, we're still teaching them this. Like, 
I was watching a show on Netflix, which is called Family Reunion. And the daughter is a teenager and she was complaining to the mom, like, why do I have to take trigonometry? Like, when am I gonna use this? And her mom was like, well, I want you guys to do good in school so that you can get a job and then you can have your own place. And then the grandmother says on the show, well, at least somebody's gonna do that. And it's like, hmm, I think we're sending a wrong message, even through television, because children are gonna see that. The purpose of going to school is not so you can get a job and get your own place. The purpose of going to school is that you is so that you can gain the skills that are going to enable you to live in the real world. So we need to start teaching more real world strategies in our schools. We need to start teaching students about the multitude of career paths that they can have access to. And we need to start exposing them to those things especially once they get to high school. Not just having colleges come in for career fairs or career days, but also having barber schools come in or having cosmetology schools come in or why don't we have some realtors come in or um, carpenters? Why don't we have entrepreneurs come in I've never seen a music producer come to a career day, yet many of the music producers that are out here and that are really popular are under 30 years old. It's very rare that I've seen an entrepreneur come into a career day. Or why don't we have entrepreneurs teach students about those career paths? And I want to say a lot of this stuff was incorporated into our education in some shape or form. However, I kind of feel like there was a caveat there that was kind of like, these things are fun things that you can do, but they're not necessarily careers that we would recommend for the long term. And I also think that it wasn't explicitly taught, but it was implicit where it's like, there's only one thing that you can do. So if you do this one particular job, you're gonna end up doing this until you retire. Where in today's time, it's totally different. Someone may have three different things that they do. For example, I'm a teacher, but I'm also a writer. I'm also a coach. I'm also a podcast host. <laughs> so there's so many different things that we can be teaching students and exposing them to and letting them know you don't have to just choose one career path. You can do multiple things within this career, within this one career. Or if you learn these skills, there's multiple things that you can do with this same skill set. But I think at the end of the day, it was still like, hey, you want to choose to go to college. Don't choose these other career paths. And I think it may also have something to do with the, the schools that I attended because they were application schools. So they automatically assume like, hey, if you go to this school, then more than likely you're going to want to matriculate to some higher education institution. 
But I also think that children need to be exposed to many things so that they can find what works for them. Like gymnastics. Why isn't that offered in school? We have so many students that we say, oh, they're so busy. They don't sit in their seats. I mean, they're not getting their energy out. There are some students that know how to flip. They will swing from those monkey bars with no fear of falling or anything. We can monopolize on that and teach them gymnastics. I've never seen gymnastics in a school. I've heard of it like, okay, maybe we should do this or maybe we can send them to another place after school where they can do this, but offering it in the schools, that would be amazing. Dance. There's only certain schools that offer dance as part of the curriculum. And it's usually in high school by the time they offer it. But why not offer it to those elementary students too? I've never seen woodwork or carpentry. Coding is always something like, hey, they can do this on the side, you know. We can give this to them if they finish their work early or something like that. But actually teaching students these things, teaching them real life skills, how to open up a bank account. We used to have a program that came in that was called Junior Achievement. And there would be one day out of the school year where they would teach us about producing and consuming and goods and services and things like that. But that was one day out of the year. Students need more exposure to it than that. What are some other things? Like there's so many things that we can be teaching students how to do. Teaching them how to do a podcast, to talk, to become an expert on something and be able to teach others about it. That's part of making a YouTube video. Lately, I've joined TikTok and I'm just like so in love with it <laughs> because you can actually teach people something in 60 seconds. Like I was watching this artist the other day and she was teaching about space, negative space and showing how she takes shapes, which is geometry, and how she makes those shapes become a portrait of someone. And it's like, wow, if students knew that they were learning about triangles and squares and diamonds and things like that, because it would help them to draw, how many more students would get excited about geometry? because they saw the value in it. And I think that's another thing that we need to show students the value of why they're learning what they're learning. Oh, you're learning this so you can graduate and get a job. No, that's not why you're learning it. You're learning this because this is a skill that you're going to need to apply in the future. And don't just tell them that they're gonna apply it in the future show them how they're going to apply it. Basically, I'm saying we need to get back to the why. We need to figure out the why of what we're doing. And if the why is not in line with what you want the end result to be, then that means some change needs to take place. We've been doing these book studies at work because we're trying to deal with the equity issue 
and making education culturally relevant and things like that. And one of the things that we've really been talking about is bringing the joy back into education. And I think that's so important. Where's the joy? Like, we have punishment. If you don't do this, you're going to get an F. If you don't behave the way we want you to behave, you're going to get suspended. We have punishment. But what about the reward? What about the joy? And the joy is not just in getting the A or the B. The joy is in the process of learning something. It's in the productive struggle that's occurring when you're figuring out something, when you're problem solving. That's the skill that you're going to need in the real world, knowing how to problem solve. In today's time, it doesn't matter whether you know if George Washington was the first president or not. Where are you really going to use that information? Like, we think it's important because that's the way that we were taught or um, it's just important because we live here and we need to know who the first president was. But that's something that people can look up on Google. But you can't learn how to problem solve from Google. That's something that needs to be taught. And once you teach them how to problem solve and once you teach them how to think critically, or once you teach them how to research and find information, then they'll get all of that extra stuff that you want them to know. But in the meantime, we got to teach them the skills of how to get there. So that's just what my thoughts were about what they didn't teach us in high school. Let me know what you think in the comments. Or, um, of course, you can always message me on Instagram at Secrets. I'm also on Twitter at Secrets, And I would love to hear from you and hear what you think about this topic. Thank you for joining me and looking, looking forward to the next episode. Bye-bye.